Welcome to Episode 16 of the Insurance Agency Trendsetters Podcast. Welcome to the Insurance Agency Trendsetters Podcast, where we explore how insurance agents can leverage technology to create better relationships with our prospects, customers, and agency team members. We believe tech should help us serve customers better and more efficiently, not replace the human-to-human interaction that's made the independent insurance agent a trusted advisor to clients. You'll hear from industry experts and agents who are on the leading edge of marketing, tech, and providing world-class customer experiences. It's time to level up the industry, and you're the trendsetters who can. Wow, Charlotte, can you believe we're in the fourth month of living with a pandemic? I never expected it to last this long. You know, and then it seems like every month brings another challenge. I mean, good grief. Today, we had water spouts offshore. It's just like, this is the year of all the All the crazy things, yeah. And I heard about that. I was watching that. And then the other thing I I watched was uh, that wonderful piece of uh, video that came across, I believe I saw it on Twitter, where this osprey picked up a, a huge fish. They thought it was a shark at first and lifted it out of the ocean, was flying off with it. I don't know if you saw that video, but that was that was amazing. Yeah, I think I would have titled that video, um, Shark Lifts Osprey and Flies Across <laughs> the, uh, to the Beach. That was pretty amazing. It, it really but, was. But, you know, the good news is some businesses are getting back to work now if they can. Um, unfortunately, some have had to close again due to COVID or even some due to the local social unrest. You know, I bet you've been getting a lot more questions about business income coverage, haven't you? Yes, and about health insurance, vacancy and commercial buildings, and of course, many of them are asking about the deferred, I underlined the word, deferred premium payments. I think a lot of them think it's just a free month off, but they are deferred. You do have to pay them later. Yeah, there's no question that agents have been working a lot harder through all of this, and you know, there are also a lot of questions about what to say to your customers during this time. I mean, there's been a huge impact to the way companies communicate to both prospects and customers. Yes, it's definitely changed the level of communication we have with our customers. Yeah, George, absolutely. And there are a few key things that I think all agents need to know about communicating about the pandemic. Um, One of those is customer communications. You know, what happens if someone in your staff tests positive? I just advised a company in the last week about this situation. How do you communicate Uh, to the other staff members and to the public and the customers about the fact that you've had a positive case in your business. And my recommendation is to notify them right away, all the way with open honesty. Uh, You know, let them know what's going on. You're not going to release specific health information about a specific employee or if a customer has been in who who was a positive test. But you, you do want to say we've had a situation where someone has tested positive that was in our office. Um, this, these are the steps we're taking. We're having all of our staff, staff tested. We're um, bringing in a professional company to sanitize the entire location to make sure you're safe. And we're we not going to open up again until we can ensure your safety, you know, and just let them know what you're doing. And, and I think people are really, really understanding if you're just open and honest with them and not trying to hide it because You know, today in the world of social media, the rumor mill is faster than it's ever been. And people are going to find out and you want to stay ahead of it. 
Yeah, I think uh, to that degree, Charlotte, one of the things I've seen recently, we had a local restaurant that uh, had a case, uh, an employee tested positive, and they put that out uh, in several different news outlets and talked about what they were doing, that they were cleaning the restaurant and making sure everything was was back to where it should be and safe. Uh, and they communicated that very well. And then they opened back up a few days later. Uh, but I don't think it hurt them any anyway. But it was really good to know that they did communicate that. Yeah, you know, and the other thing is to communicate with by multiple media. I mean, you see a lot of a lot of companies, especially restaurants, posting on their Facebook page. But if you have an email list, uh, go ahead and communicate with your customers by email. You know, I've had um, a doctor's office called me to to say we've decided to postpone all of our appointments. You know, they just pick up the phone and call. What, however, you can reach those people, definitely reach them. You know, and don't assume that everybody uses the same method of communication because different people do use different methods. And some people, you may actually have to send them a letter. If it's going to be a long-term situation, you may want to just send them a letter to let them know what's going on. Yeah, an exceptional point, Charlotte. As we see with our customers, they do communicate in different ways. You know, some of the customers we have that may be older, maybe like a phone call or or maybe a letter or some notification in the mail, uh, where some of the customers that we have that are uh, younger and more interactive with their smartphones may want a text message or see something on social media. So I totally agree with with that aspect. Yeah. And, you know, I also get a lot of questions about what do we do about marketing and advertising now? Is it okay to start advertising or do we need to stop? And, you know, one thing is, is to not assume people aren't buying. There's still a lot of economic activity going on out there. Um, for some companies, their product or service is actually more relevant. You know, uh, in the insurance world, we have insurance products that are way more relevant now than maybe they were before. I mean, we mentioned business income. We've talked about health insurance. We've talked about vacant um, properties. You know, there's just a lot of information out there, a lot of things that we can provide that's even more relevant now. And I, I think it's good to highlight that. You know, because sometimes people wouldn't think about it um, if they maybe have a, a vacation home and they're not able to go and check on that home and it's been empty for a long period of time. You know, they may need to talk to their agent about that you know, and let them know that, hey, if you've, you've got the situation, please let us know. And this is what we can recommend. And we can give you some advice of what to do. Right. And one thing getting to that point that I've seen as well, Charlotte, going back to the point are people buying are they still purchasing uh, from a lot of the agencies I've spoken to over the fa- past few months, uh, one of the things they've told me is they are seeing more people communicate online via text and calling in as opposed to coming by the office. <clears throat> the flow is still there. It's just a matter of how you handle it and process it and having the ability to do things online with e-signature and things of that nature uh, and setting that up. So you know, maybe your processes have to change a little bit as well within the office, but I think the business is continuing. It's just a matter of how it's continuing. Yeah, George, that's a great point. And I'll encourage our listeners to go back and listen to the episode where you talked about how you were managing your office activities remotely and some of the tools you used, uh, because that would be definitely helpful for those if they don't have the electronic signature and they don't have those processes in place yet, because absolutely the way business is being transacted now has changed drastically. 
Right. And I will say that just today, as we were talking to some customers that were calling in and asking you, how did you hear about us? A lot of the ones calling in were telling us that they were researching information online via Google or Bing or some other search engine and found us and were able to call in to ask about a quote for a particular line of business. So I think it's important going back, you know, keeping up with your SEO, your blogging, uh, even even videos, things of that nature to keep your name out there in that environment is very important. Yeah, absolutely. You want to be seen as a leader in your communities. Um, you know, and another point about your marketing and the way you message uh, your your marketing messages, you know, you don't want to lead with COVID at this point. We're, we're four months at least into this. You know, we talked about it before, um, even then before when we heard about it in China. So it's really been with us for almost six months now. So people don't want to see a overtly COVID message. And, and a lot of times on some media, they may actually not allow you to do that. But you also don't want to be tone deaf with your messaging. Just don't assume that this hasn't happened and don't assume that, you know, none of your customers have been affected, that none of them have, know anyone that's been sick or lost their life. You know, be aware of that that's going on. And you can see that if you watch TV commercials, you can see how some are showing people that are wearing masks. Some, yes. you know, some people yes, are showing people that are socially distancing. And, you know, don't use images of big crowds in your um, in your marketing, in your advertising, that makes people nervous or uncomfortable, or it makes it seem, it even seems kind of out of date because I don't know how long we're going to have the keeping your distance, you know, hand sanitizer every six feet when you're in a <laughs> oh, building. Yeah, but, you know, I think things, there will be things that will permanently change in, in images and the way we did things prior to 2020 are going to look really dated with someone's advertising. So I would definitely encourage you know you to really look at what you're putting out there and say, does it match my brand and does it match the times that we live in today? Yeah, and I think you know Charlotte, from that perspective, I'll just share this that in dealing with clients, uh, what I've seen for the most part is they're aware what's going on. And if you tell them that, hey, we're not taking payments at the office today or whatever, and you kind of go through that, they understand and you've got a procedure or process to help them and to handle them going forward. It goes a long way. And maybe it's, you know, some cases for agents, maybe they've got a policy to meet people outside to go to their car to talk to them from there or whatever it may be. But uh, I do think for the most part, clients understand and they're respectful of what you're doing as long as you post it and put the information out there. Yeah, absolutely. And that, I think you really hit on the key there is that communicate with them, let them know what it's going to be like when they come to do business. All they need is, you know, they're happy to adapt to a different way of interacting with you. They just need to know what to do. Exactly. Cause if they don't, you know, they're looking around for, you know, what am I supposed to do? If you get upset with them about something, they're like, well, you didn't have it posted. <laughs> right. So, you know, another area that people are really struggling with right now is the challenge of the racial tensions that we have. I don't know how much they are where you are. We're certainly seeing some where I am. Yes, I do believe that it can be. and We've got to be sensitive to all of our customers and prospects with the current uh, racial tensions that are out there today, Charlotte. Yeah, you know, and I've seen some really big missteps here, unfortunately. Um, First of all, I'm a real true believer that your walk speaks much louder than your talk. 
True. So I believe you have to live a life of, of having respect for all or nothing you will say will be taken seriously. So, you know, you've got to make sure you are without blame in the way you treat your staff, the way you treat your customers, the way you treat your prospects. And uh, I say, you know, your operations have to be in order first before you start communicating about it. And, uh, you know, and actually one of the best communications I heard about this was a, a, episode of Dave Ramsey's show. You know, he does the radio show every day. I love Dave Ramsey. Listen to him all. So he, he had one of his black employees come on and they really had a very open and honest conversation back and forth. And Dave Ramsey would say, well, this is what I would say. And his employee would say, yeah, and this could be misinterpreted this way. And, you know, this word is a word that has this uh, trigger point to it. And, you know, like Dave Ramsey says, you know, I'm used, I call myself a redneck. And he said, that doesn't mean I'm um, a racist. I'm just, I just, I'm a country boy. And his employee says, yeah, because I know who you are. I know you're not. I know you're really fair to everybody that works for you. You know, and, and because, again, he had walked that walk with his dozens and dozens of employees for years and years and years, they knew authentically who he was. Right. And if he said something that was maybe not quite the right word, they would say, you know, Dave, that's probably not the best word to use on the radio. You know, so they're they're all working together as a team to make sure that the communication that comes out of the Ramsey organization is um, sensitive to all and inclusive of all, which is I think was just a beautiful way to do that. Yeah, and I have to one go of the back things he yeah, one of the things he said that I that I just so agree with, and he says I have never hired anyone other than the best person I could find for the job. Period. And to say that they're in that position for any reason other than they were the best person for that job period is to insult them because they earned it if they're there. And, and he was so passionate about that. And I thought that was a, a really positive statement. And, and I think he handled that whole situation, I think, very, very well. Yeah. And, and so one thing, Charlotte, I mean, just a question. Do you think agents are a little more reluctant to post on social media due to the number of people who maybe have seen backlash for some of the things that have been posted? Yeah. You know, it'd be a really natural response to, to be scared to post on social media. And, and I'll admit there've been times I've thought about it. It's like, Oh, is this, is this going to cause a big problem? Um, Cause you know, social media can be really vicious and we've seen people lose their jobs, lose their companies over something they posted on social media, even just something they liked that someone else posted. Um, But social media is a really important tool for every business owner. So, you know, I think, I think you need to be sensitive, not hypersensitive. And you certainly don't need to be apologetic uh, with the asterisk. If you've done something wrong, apologize all the way, right away, make it right. Um, But I don't, I don't agree with letting other people put words in your mouth. You know, I think you need to be out there being authentic to your brand, authentic to who you are and, you know, really focus on the business. You're not, you're, you're, you don't want to get into these hyper um, sensitive personal conversations that people will tend to have on social media. You're there as a business owner to talk about business. Um, you know, there's an old school marketing thought that if you're not offending someone every day, you're not marketing hard enough because you want to call out your you know, ideal prospects. And I will say, I think today it's choose your battles. You know, you can call out to your market without being abrasive or offensive. And certainly they're radio shock jocks and that's what they want to do. And that's how they make their money. They're certainly political commentators and they want to be polarizing. But as business owners that are serving all members of the public, 
you know, whether it's all members of a particular niche or a particular community, you know, you don't want to be offensive. And, you know, my belief is, I think you can take a stand and you can certainly say, you know, we have very firm beliefs and we believe, you know, that, for example, we, we just believe that if you're going to buy an auto policy, it ought to have the correct limits for you and you ought to be well protected. Or we believe, you know, this is my thing that I harp on a lot. We believe that your home is not fully protected without flood insurance. And we really want to see you do that. So we take a stand that everyone should get a flood insurance quote. And maybe that's different than what another agent does. You know, those are very minor examples, but you can certainly take a stand on, um, on your product, on your service, or on how you do business that maybe sets you apart from other people, but that's not offensive, right? Right. You know, certainly no one would be offended if they say, like, oh, I'm going to get a flood insurance quote if I go to, you know, go to that person. <laughs> right. right. I agree. But, you know, you also need to remember that what goes on the internet lives forever. Even if, you know, you delete it, somebody may have screen taken a screenshot of it or maybe on the Wayback Machine or something else. So <laughs> just be just be conscious of that. And like I said, just be, it, you ask yourself, is this kind? Is this informative? Is this helping people? Does this build, you know, in Rotary, I'm a Rotarian. And so one of the things we say, does it build goodwill and better friendships? That's a good test for should it go on the Internet? And, um, you know, don't get sucked into those no-win conversations. It's so easy. I say I respond to a lot of social media posts, but only verbally. <laughs> I don't actually type it um, because there's just, point. there's just stuff you just don't need. It's not the place to engage um, because it's, you know, it's not sitting down with a friend, having a heart-to-heart, authentic, open conversation where you're really trying to understand each other. It's right. can I win the argument or can I be more snippy than the other person? And nobody wins. That's just tearing people down. Um, yeah, it'd be so. nice if we were uh, focused more on bringing people together and uniting people than than this divisiveness that we've seen lately. You know, I think that that would be another great point uh, to make. Well, you know, insurance agents are relationship people. We build relationships with our yeah. clients. True. You know, the agents that I know care about their clients. They, they get upset when their clients have a claim because they don't like to see their clients have a loss and they don't want them to go through that. And they work very, very hard to get them made whole as quickly as possible. So I think agents are in a position where just through the work that they do, they can help bring people together, you know, and I think being that leader um, is certainly, you know, really, really helpful. Yeah, I think I'll just share this, Charlotte, to maybe a little off topic, but uh, you know, I was up here on Friday, the, the staff was off, and we had a client call in who needed insurance that day on a home. Uh, started working through the process, trying to help them out, uh, was texting one of the employees. The employee just said, hey, look, why don't I just come up there and take care of this? It won't take me 15 minutes. Uh, and they came up here, met the client, took care of the deal, got it done. And we'd also text another employee and they responded back. Do you want me to come up there this afternoon and finish it? The client was just ecstatic. And they were mm-hmm. like, we really want to do business with you because we can't believe that you were closed and you had two employees willing to come <laughs> back in to the office on their day off right. and actually help them. And they were they couldn't believe it. So I think, you know, there again, it just goes back into, you know, Walking the walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, and building community, you know, with your customers and your staff. And that's exactly what you've done. So, Charlotte, these are great and wonderful, helpful points. Is there anything else agents need to do? 
You know, I would recommend because things have changed so drastically in 2020 that you review all of your customer communication templates. Hopefully you do have templates (laughs) to make sure that they're on brand. They align with your current business processes. You know, so you're not seeing out a letter that says, you know, come by our office if you're doing everything remotely. You know, you need to make those changes. Make sure your messaging is clear and consistent. Um, show us, you know, I mentioned leadership. Show that leadership because you are a leader in your community. Show the leadership with compassion, with authenticity, and with confidence. Because there's, you know, there's been so much confusion. There's been so much you know, it seems like the whole apple cart has been upset in so many areas. People don't know what's going to hit them next. And they're looking to, to people that have confidence that they feel like they can trust. And certainly, um, I believe agents can do that. And they can have that, that confidence and, and help lead their community through all of this. I mean, we've certainly led people through, I mean, where I am, through hurricanes, through ice storms, through tornadoes, through fires, we, we can lead our, our community through this as well. Right. And there are a lot of great leaders, insurance agency leaders out there today, Charlotte, who do a wonderful and a magnificent job in their communities. And I think uh, that's very well said. And I just want to say I appreciate all these wonderful points that you've made. And I just want to take this moment and thank all of our listeners for tuning in to Insurance Agency Trendsetters. It's a pleasure to have you with us. Uh, Charlotte Hicks and George Robertson here. And we want to thank you again for listening and tune in for our next podcast. See you soon, everyone. Thanks for joining us on the Insurance Agency Trendsetters podcast. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please leave a review on iTunes and be sure to click subscribe so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. You can find show notes for each episode at insuranceagencytrendsetters.com, as well as links to contact Charlotte and George. We'll see you next time on the podcast.